Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am your host, Janice, and we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in this joy-filled podcast, you're going to hear real-life stories from other believers. We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to magnify Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, and here we go. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Just Janice. I am so excited to jump on here and just record this episode because I love being able to encourage your hearts in the Lord and get into the word, just share what God's doing in my life and encourage your hearts. So today is a beautiful day, like blue skies, decent weather. It's super sunny. It's not super warm, but it's it's way better than it has been the last few days. It's been super cold here in Michigan. So I welcome the sunshine and I'm just so excited and ready for summer. And so today I've just been relaxing. I have a graduation party later on today and just been working on my new devotional that I am currently writing. And it's exciting because I have reached the halfway mark and now I'm beyond that point. And so today I've just been writing a daily devotional about uh, what it means to follow Christ. And the title for today's is called Costly for the one that I wrote today. Is called costly, and I really rooted it in Luke fourteen thirty three that says, "So likewise, whoever of you does not forsake all that he has cannot be my disciple." And so I just wrote about what it means to live for God and the price that Jesus paid for us to be reconciled to God, and and all of that. And so the cost that He paid, and then the cost that we are called to pay to live for Him. And so it's just really, really awesome to be able to write that and just reflect on my own life as I'm writing it and like, God, am I living in full surrender to you? And just has had my thoughts in a lot of different directions as I've been writing. And I've been thinking about when I did middle school youth ministry a few years ago, and I was just thinking about this, something that I wrote kind of triggered this memory (laughs) as I was writing. And it was, um, one evening I had done a scripture scramble, which I was always asking the Lord, like, God, give me, give me ideas. Like, I don't ever want to follow a program or anything. And that's not a knock to anyone who does. I just did not feel like that's what God was calling me to do. And so literally every week I would do youth group on Monday nights. And I was always praying like, God, what do you have for this week? What do you want them to learn about this week? What do you want them to do? And what do you want me to do? What do you want me to teach them? And so on. And so he gave me a lot of creative ideas and a lot of times just allowing his spirit to lead me and in different things and really uh, felt a call during those few years that I was doing middle school youth ministry to cultivate in them a love for the word of God. And so that was a lot of times what we did. We would just sit down and get into the word together. And I encourage you, if you are leading youth or young people to not devalue that or think that they don't want that, because I think a lot of times we get a stigma as adults that the word of God is boring and hard to understand. And like, that is so alive of the enemy to keep you out of the word of God. And I found personally, as we were diving in, like the kids would race to find the scriptures and they would want to be the ones that get to read. And these are middle schoolers, you know, the ones that a lot of people like want to write off or think like, Oh, they're just too cool for that. Like these kids were in love. They fell in love with the word of God. And, and honestly, I think a lot of that is a reflection of, of leadership because I'm someone who loves the word of God. And so it's very easy for me to display that. And so if you are a leader and you're not displaying those qualities yourself, it's going to be very hard for them to mimic, mimic (laughs) 
well, it's going to be easy for them to mimic you, but it's going to be hard for them to mimic something that you're not demonstrating yourself. And so anyway, one, one night, one Monday night, God gave me an idea to do a scripture scramble. And so I was communicating with them the gospel through several different verses. And so I had taken, um, these different scriptures and I'd cut up each word and, um, put them in envelopes and broke them out into teams. And so the first thing they had to do was find the piece of paper that had their scripture. Then they had to get in their Bible, find the verses, and then, um, well, verse or verses, and then put the words together in order. And so it was kind of like a race to do that. And then we went through and read all of them. And then I was able to minister on the gospel and what Jesus did for us and everything. And it was really funny because one of the scriptures, I like flip-flopped a number or something. And so they're in their Bible and they're looking up, the scripture about the woman who had five husbands, the Samaritan woman about how she had five husbands. And, and it was just, um, I actually don't remember if it was that one or the woman caught in the act of adultery. Either way, it had nothing to do with what I was teaching on per se. It wasn't in the words in their envelope were not, it didn't make sense because it was the wrong scripture. And as I was sitting here working on the devotional that I'm writing today, I thought, man, how often do we not step out and do what God's called us to do because we're afraid of messing up. And I just had thought about that because that was a quote unquote mess up on my part. And it was just, honestly, it was just funny. And I was able to tell them, nope, this is a scripture. And then they found the right one and they were able to put their words together. And it was just kind of a laughable moment for us. But I think we're so afraid of being embarrassed or messing up or, you know, our reputations, putting our reputations on the line and, and that fear of man that's always kind of surrounding us because we're afraid of what people will think or whatever. And I just felt so strongly to get on here and encourage you to not let that stop you from stepping out and to really tell you, because I have so often stepped out and done so many things um, that I felt like God has called me to do that. And just to encourage you that God will always meet you and equip you with everything that you need. His word tells us that he equips us for every good work that he gives us an abundance for every good work, that he gives us everything we need pertaining to life and godliness. And so find those scriptures and write them down, cling to them, quote them over yourself as you're stepping out in faith. And currently right now I'm teaching a first grade class for a little under another week. We are almost out of school for the summer. It's like a totally like a praise God at the same time as like super sad because I'm going to miss the kids so much. And I, I just absolutely love my job. And so I have been telling the kids over the last few weeks of just like doing, doing like lessons and math specifically, I believe has been uh, where I've been saying this a lot to the kids because they're winding down for the year. Okay. They're like, they're done. <laughs> they're done. Teachers are done. It's kind of like, why do we have to have these required hours? It's time for summer break. But um, anyway, just telling the kids, like, I would rather you try and get the answer wrong than to not try at all. I've said that a few times because it's like they're afraid of getting the answer wrong or saying the wrong thing. And so it me saying that to them, though, has given them boldness to speak up and try to give me their answers to the questions I'm asking. So we're doing a lot of like addition problems and subtraction and some different things. And that has just been my heart to them. Like, I would rather you try and mess up and not get it right. And every time they do answer and it's not right, I, I tell them, that is a really good guess, but that's not the right answer. And never making them feel embarrassed or shamed for getting it wrong because truly I would rather them be engaged and be involved and then have to be corrected. And as I was thinking about that, I was like, man, that is so the heart of God too. He would rather a step out of the boat like Peter did and see us sink a little bit 
and pull us up back out of the water and put us back in the boat. Like, I would rather do that than be one of the disciples that stays in the boat. And that boat is like a proverbial safety, you, you know, surrounding of safety and comfort and all of that. And one of my best friends, Don, wrote a song about that called Get Out of the Boat. Don Lino, I encourage you to look it up on Spotify. And we, so we've had so many conversations on getting out of the boat. And what does that look like? And stepping out in faith and, and all those things. And I've, and I've said that too, because Peter gets such a rap about, I'm not the only person that said this, but Peter gets such a bad rap about, you know, taking his eyes off Jesus and focusing on the storm and sinking. And, but immediately, as soon as he started to sink, Jesus reached his hand out to him and pulled him up. And so he was not drowning. He did not drown. Like God met him where he was at. And God was the one that beckoned him out into the water. I mean, Peter's like, call me out under the water. And he's like, come on. And so I feel like that's just a challenge constantly for us. It's like, God, call me out onto the water. I love that song by Hillsong. It's like, um, call me out upon the water and where feet may fail and fear surrounds me. Like, God, I, I want to be a water walker. I want to be someone who takes risks, someone who doesn't just stay in the boat and, and try to live this comfortable life and skate through with as little risk as possible. Like I want to do things that require faith inside of me because without God coming through, like this isn't going to happen. And I've had so many situations where I felt like God has called me out to do things and to step out. And I didn't have the finances to do what I was feeling called to do. I didn't have the resources. I didn't have the people. Like some of the things God's called me to do have required other people like help (laughs) you can't do everything on your own and I encourage you to not ever do anything on your own like ask the Lord pray and press in for what you need to accomplish whatever he's called you to do and he will do it and every single time like I cannot give you one instance that I have stepped out in faith and I've done something that the Lord has asked me to do where he has not met every single need and met it in abundance because he is a God of abundance and I love that. I love Ephesians 3.20. And if you've listened to my podcast at all, you probably heard me quote that a million times because it's my favorite scripture. That he's the God who does exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask, think, or imagine. And so God's really been challenging me the last couple of weeks to just imagine with him. To just think about the possibilities uh, for my life personally, for ministry, just for what he wants us to do like what he wants to do in and through our lives. And so I've just been letting myself do that. Like, God, like, let me imagine with you. And this morning as I was just relaxing, um, because I didn't have to wake up right away and go anywhere and do anything, I was laying down in my bed listening to Jamie Lynn Wallnow, who is actually one of the biggest encouragements for me starting this podcast. She really, really inspired me to start this podcast. So go check out her podcast. It's called Set Apart. Love her love her heart, love her ministry. She's just coming out with a new book too called The Holy Revolution. Ah, I'm so excited to get that book. So it mailed out yesterday, so I can't wait to get it. But anyway, I was listening to her podcast this morning and she was talking about all of the things that she's like doing for the Lord and podcasts and writing books and stuff. And honestly, she's kind of in a very similar arena of what I'm in with the Lord and things that he's called me to do. And so I really glean a lot from her. And, um, she was talking about getting to the end of her life and standing before God and being like, God, did you see all the great things I did for you? And how he was like, I love that you did all those things for me, but I wanted to do them with you. And I was like, man, it was just very sobering for me. And like a reminder to me that yes, like God has called me to do incredible things. He's called you to do incredible things. He's called all of us 
to do great things for his kingdom and just to bring his light into this world that's often so dark and hopeless and to bring his hope into those places and just such a reminder for me to not do those things without him it's so easy to be like okay god you want me to do this and then you just run full force and you do it and you leave him in the dust and and god has just so lovingly been reminding me like hey i've called you to do great things but i want to do them with you i want you to be listening for my voice when you step out and do those things and and that is so my heart i want to hear his voice, like the word says that, that he'll be a voice behinding, behind us telling us this is the way to go walk in it. And that is my heart to just hear his voice, to be obedient to it, to listen to him for strategy and direction because he may be calling you to do something, but it may be a certain way he wants it done and whatever. And so we may see something or he may speak to you like, hey, I want you to do this. And so you go full force and you're doing it and you're whatever. But he's like, that's not the way I wanted you to do it. So, but obviously there's no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. So this is definitely not like a heap shame on yourself, you wretched sinner type of message at all. But just a reminder, a loving reminder to do life with him, not just for him. And so this is a message for me. I'm preaching to myself. Seriously, if no one even listens to this podcast, I am preaching to myself here because I know that God takes us from glory to glory to glory and um, that he has so much more in store for my life and for your life. And I just want to be so mindful of doing those things with him and not just for him and just keeping myself encouraged in the word. This has been a very exhausting season for me personally and just feeling very, very tired. And so just scaling back and really pressing into the Lord for clarity and direction for what he has next for my life. And I I encourage that for all of us because I think a lot of times we just get caught up in busyness and distraction and and different things and it's so easy to to do that and I know for me personally I just want to be about my father's business I want to run as hard and fast after the things that he's called me to and I want to be very very mindful of my yeses and my no's <laughs> to just say yes to the things he's called me to and no to the things he hasn't and so I'm actually walking through my house right now because I want to read you guys a scripture. Um, last night I was just sitting at my table because, listen, you guys, I am a night owl through and through. And so if I do not have to wake up early in the morning, I'm going to stay up until early in the morning <laughs> because I just love being up and um, up and then sleeping in. I don't know why, but that's just the way it is for me, I guess. I've always been that way since I was a kid, but... Uh, with working and going or working at the school, I obviously have to wake up super early so I don't let myself stay up late during the week. Um, but there is a scripture that I wrote last night. I was just sitting down. I had gotten a new journal yesterday and it says, let your light shine. And it's totally glittery and pink and gold on the front. And it is so me, if you know me at all, like this is, I saw this journal. I'm like, yes, this is, this is for me. And so I just opened my Bible kind of at random. I'm just flipping through and I'm writing out scriptures because that is one of my favorite things. Actually, I wrote a scripture, Proverbs 4.21. It says, fill your thoughts with my words until they penetrate deep into your spirit. And so a lot of times I'll find a scripture and I'll just read it and then I'll read it out loud and then I'll write it down. And I just love doing that because it's taking the word of God and it's seeding it deep within my spirit, man. So I love that. But Proverbs 425 was actually the reason I got up to get my journal because I wanted to read this to you. Oh, it's so good. I love 
Love, love, love the word of God. It says, set your gaze on the path before you with fixed purpose, looking straight ahead, ignore life's distractions. And so that has been like a buzzword, like distractions has been such a buzzword in my spirit because I know all of us last year in 2020 were forced into a season of just being home and quarantine and all of that. And what we chose to do with our time, obviously now we can look back and and probably easily reflect on that and say, God, did I make good use of my time or was it a waste of time? Did I allow myself to press more into your presence and grow in my relationship with you? Or did I um, just murmur and complain and or waste my time away with Netflix or whatever? But, um, but in that time, a lot of us, I know, were able to just cultivate a deeper intimacy with the Lord. And that was, that's, was the case for me and was able to do prayer calls every day with some amazing, powerful, anointed women of God. And then I uh, wrote my book and just had really intimate time with the Lord. And and now as life is, quote unquote, getting back to normal and things are opening back up and sports are starting back up and, and different things are becoming more available to us again, God has been just so pressing on my heart. Do not be distracted. It's so easy to be distracted by the cares of the world. And we know in the parable of the seeds, I don't have that open right now. You can Google it and find where it's at. But it talks about the four different types of seeds that are planted in the four types of soil. And it talks about how the cares of of life will choke the seed. And we know that's the word of God. It will choke the seed out of you. And I don't know. I read that like last year, the year before or something, somewhat recently. And I was like, man, like I'm constantly pu- putting the word of God into myself. And I'm sitting under sound teaching um, at my church and I'm listening to messages all the time and great podcasts and YouTube videos and I'm in the word of God for myself, but yet the cares of this world could choke that word out of me if I'm not careful. And it's a very sobering thought. And I just, in my heart of hearts, I do not want to be distracted by things that don't matter. And that has been kind of like the theme of my heart. God, help me to have an eternal mindset. Help me to focus on things that matter eternally and not just the cares of this world and what's going on around me. And so I'm really unfazed by, by what is happening in the world. And obviously I care and I pray and I intercede and and all those things, but I have got to, and you have got to keep, we've got to keep our focus fixed on eternity and on him and in what really matters. And so for me right now, being in a season of really feeling like the Lord is transitioning things in my life. I've been journaling about that for months. Like I feel like I'm in the trenches of transition and I've had it prophesied over me that God is shifting things in my life and just really staying sensitive to that and being very careful of who I allow to speak into my life and, and different things. And that's not to say that people aren't speaking into my life and I'm, how do I want to say this? Like, People are constantly saying things to us, but it's our choice whether or not we receive them. And the Lord's really made that clear to me in my recent times, I guess, that just because someone says something to you or about you doesn't mean you have to receive it. So there are times people will say things to me or whatever, and I'm just like internally like, nope, I'm I'm not receiving that. And that's the beauty of discernment and just having a mind that's filtered with the word of God. It's almost like a We have like a, I don't know, I kind of visualize it like a mesh over our mind, mesh over our mind. I love alliteration, but a mesh over our mind that's like, nope, I'm not allowing that through or yep, that that's, that's solid. That's, that's of God, that's wisdom. And I, and I'll receive that type of thing because people are constantly bombarding us with their opinions. And guess what? Not everyone's opinions are filtered by the spirit. Sometimes people speak in flesh and that's even people that we love and we trust their judgment. Like, 
I mean, I know that I have done that before where I've just spoken out and it's like, ooh, that was not saturated in love. That was not filled with wisdom. That was just me speaking with my carnal mind, which we know is an enemy of God. And so just being very careful of the words that we speak and the words that we receive is so important because especially when you're in a sensitive place of life, like right now, I just really feel like I'm in a very sensitive place. And so the voices that I allow to speak into my life, I just have to be very careful with that. And so um, that was a whole other tangent that I wasn't planning on going on, but I guess maybe someone needs to hear it <laughs> to just just allow the Lord to speak to you and allow the Lord to give you wisdom on what voices you're listening to and and be consumed with his word. Know what he has to say for you because that's the voice that matters the most. And I love the song by Casting Crowns. Um, I'm going to actually look up the lyrics and read them to you, but fun, fun story. A few years ago, a few years ago, I mean, give me a break. Um, this was like 15 years ago. The voice of truth tells me a different story. Okay. Um, I was at a Christian music festival, which I love outdoor music festivals. Ah, love, love, love them. And I was in line to meet Casting Crowns, which is the lyrics I'm going to read you in a second. It's a song called Voice of Truth. I was in line to meet them, and I got up to meet Mark Hall, who's the lead singer of Casting Crowns. And he was like, oh, are you going to go to the Casting Crowns concert later? I'm like, I don't know. I've never heard of them. Are they any good? He's like, I don't know. I think they're decent, but they're coming up next. You should check them out. And the lady behind him was like, all right, Mark, stop talking. Let him move on because the line was huge. But it was just funny. I've been a huge um, just – I guess you could say fan of Casting Crowns. I've loved their songs because they're so saturated in truth and the word of God. And um, I don't know. I just, I love, I love what they do musically. So I'm going to sing you guys these lyrics. I'm not going to sing them to you. I'm going to say them to you. Um, that was funny. Yeah, I'm definitely not singing this song to you, but I will say, I want to read the lyrics to you and then I'm going to pray and just encourage you to listen to the voice of truth, which is God and know that he will use people to confirm what he's speaking to you. But I had heard something recently, like if you're getting a prophetic word or you're hearing something from someone, it should always line up with what God is already speaking to you. And sometimes people will speak things to you and you haven't heard from God yet. But when you do seek him, he'll confirm it and you'll have a peace in your spirit about it. But honestly, like don't receive every word that you hear. Even what I'm sharing, like weigh it with the Lord. Don't just take what people are saying. Like you have the ability to hear from God for yourself. And then also know that when a word is given, whether it's even through this episode or from your pastor or something you hear on TV, like it doesn't mean it's for you just because it's given. Like there could be a Sunday morning where you just take a little portion of what's being preached and that's what God had for you. But the entirety of the message maybe wasn't just for you. It could have been for someone else in the room. So just walk in discernment, trust the Lord. <laughs> he is faithful and he is for you. And so I am going to read these lyrics. This is funny, you guys. I seriously, sometimes I just shake my head and laugh at the Lord because I haven't heard this song in a long time. And I literally just went to look at the first verse here and I'm like, this is exactly what I was talking about at the beginning of the episode, but it's not even the part of the song that initially came to mind to pull up the song. So anyway, I'm going to read the lyrics to you. The Holy Spirit is amazing. I love him. So, all right, it says, Oh, what I would do to have the kind of faith it takes to climb out of this boat I'm in onto the crashing waves, to step out of my comfort zone into the realm of the unknown where Jesus is, and he's holding out his hand. But the waves are calling out my name and they laugh at me, reminding me of all the times I've tried before and failed. The waves, they keep on telling me time and time again, boy, you'll never win. You'll never win. 
but the voice of truth tells me a different story. The voice of truth says, do not be afraid. The voice of truth says, this is for my glory. Out of all the voices calling out to me, I will choose to listen and believe the voice of truth. Ah, that is so good. I completely forgot about the part of the song that talks about getting out of the boat in those waves, mocking, mocking him and telling him you'll fail, you'll fail. But, but then he chooses to listen to the voice of truth that says, do not be afraid. It's so good. All right. I'm going to go on to the next verse. It says, Oh, what I would do to have the kind of strength it takes to stand before a giant with just a sling and a stone surrounded by the sound of a thousand warriors shaking in their armor, wishing they'd have had the strength to stand. But the giant's calling out my name and he laughs at me, reminding me of all the times I've tried before and failed. The giant keeps on telling me time and time again, boy, you'll never win. You'll never win. But the stone was just the right size to put the giant on the ground. In the waves, they don't seem so high from on top of them looking down. I will soar with the wings of eagles when I stop and listen to the sound of Jesus singing over me. I will choose to listen and believe the voice of truth. That is so good. And honestly, when I started this podcast, I only had a couple things on my heart to even talk about. Like I just, I knew that God was telling me to record and I've told him from the beginning of creating this podcast, God, if if you aren't putting something on my heart and you're not stirring me to, to hit record, I'm not going to record just for the sake of recording. And I've learned through the process of the last couple of years in doing this, just to, uh, I just, I've just learned, like, I know when he's telling me to hit record. And so this is so encouraging to me too. And even just the whole premise of this podcast being about stepping out, even when you don't fully understand and you don't fully know to trust that God has gone before you and he will give you everything to do what he's called you to do. And so for me, that's what I knew I was supposed to talk about today. And God just wrapped that up so beautifully with this song and just, he's so good. He's so good. And so I would love to pray for you and encourage you if you feel like, man, God has put some things on my heart and I know he has called me to step out, but I am so afraid to get out of the boat. I've been so stuck and just fear to step out, like reach out to me. I would love to pray for you, to break that off you, to encourage you. That is one thing that God has called me to do is to encourage other people in their calling. And it's something that I truly, truly find joy in. And so I bless you and whatever you are doing for the Lord. And I'm going to go ahead and pray. Father God, thank you so much for this podcast. God, I thank you that when we step out of the boat, God, that you are with us, that we are not called to walk on the waters without you. God, we are not called to face giants without you. God, you are with us and that you promise to give us everything we need pertaining to life and godliness, that you promise to give us an abundance for every good work. And so I lift up every single listener, God, who knows what you've called them to do, but they've been stuck in fear to step out. God, I pray that you would break that off them in the name of Jesus, that you would give them a boldness, a confidence, and a courage to step out into everything that you've called them to do. God, I pray for those listening who are listening and truly are like, I have no idea what God has called me to do. God, I pray that you would awaken that inside of them, God, that you would reveal that to their hearts. God, that you would begin giving them visions and dreams and words, God, that are in alignment with what you have for them. Because I know that every single person that you have put on this earth is here for a purpose, that every single person that is on this earth has a calling on their lives. So God, I just bless every listener. I pray that you would be with them, give them the spirit of wisdom and revelation increase in all of us. God, a hunger for your word, a hunger for your presence. In Jesus' name, amen.
The Just Janice podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. To find other great podcasts in the network, visit newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Just Janice Podcast.